them with the show. Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of AV Club. It's good to see you. It's only been a couple days. It actually hasn't been very long. It hasn't been a month like it normally would be. But, welcome back. Welcome back guys. Good to see you, good to see you. Hope you were all well this holiday time of year. Um, if you saw us on Monday, that was our first ever bonus episode. And uh, this is kind of going to be our more uh, normal format here. Uh, and we're going to be doing, uh, obviously, Gremlins gonna be a good time but we are joined by a couple guests this time obviously so uh first off we're joined by uh one of our returning guests uh mr spartan god 56 thank you so much for hello. coming back man hello all nice to be back i appreciate Hi. you coming back dude and uh also uh ruby who does not want to be seen she only wants to be heard but ruby dragon is back with us uh yet again so thank you for coming back ruby we do appreciate you yeah glad to be back and then joining us for the first time, making his debut on the AV Club in probably one of the best hats he could have ever worn and chosen to wear, Mr. Mega Magwitch. Mega, welcome to the Hill Valley AV Club, man. Who, me? Oh, hello. Hi. <laughs> I'm very happy to be here. Mega, <clears throat> since this is your first time here, uh, give us a quick rundown of uh, who you are, what you do, and uh, and all that good stuff. Well, my name is Mega Magwitch. Um, I'm probably most well known maybe if anyone knows me from uh the youtube group husky raid where we make destiny uh dance videos <clears> and <throat> machinima our machinima series destiny cops i am the head writer on and director and editor these days which sucks um and i also stream <laughs> to twitch <laughs> under my own moniker every uh weekday from 10 a.m to 2 p.m eastern standard time and i do the plant destiny podcast so a lot of crap involving destiny but this is an opportunity to branch out to film there, there you go. Is film something that you're like aspiring to do ultimately one day, or is this just like a fun hobby for you? Like I've always a, been more of a uh, TV guy when it comes to aspirations. You okay, know, I'm aiming low. Yeah, I'm aiming low with the TV writing fruit. <laughs> that seems more doable than the movies, the talkies. There you a little go. Too high up for me, but yeah, <laughs> well, so definitely something I'm interested in. Are you looking at being like a writer or like? Because I, I work Most in TV as well, writing. so I'm, I'm kind of curious as well. Okay, so more Most like in writing? Definitely, yes. Okay. Writing for sure. I'm terrible at all things visual. I don't know how I got <laughs> stuck directing and editing our series now. Oh. Well, if you guys haven't seen the Husky Raid stuff, it is pretty darn awesome. It is pretty great. Uh, definitely check it out. And uh, we'll drop links and stuff and everything at the end, so that way you can find these wonderful gentlemen on the internet. And I know Ruby is talking about maybe starting to stream sometime in the new year as well, so maybe we can give you a nice, friendly neighborhood bump and get you going <clears throat> uh, but guys obviously this month we are going to be talking about gremlins and other holiday traditions and movies that we like to watch around this time of year because there's a lot of unique ones you know like christmas story home alone and uh you know gremlins which some people are like that's a christmas movie it's like oh yeah it totally is yeah it yeah is. for yeah. sure and uh die hard i think is one of the biggest ones where people are surprised like that's a christmas movie it's like yes have you seen the movie 
He's going to a People Christmas party. People really try to argue. They they really don't want to <laughs> accept that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and it's uh it gets me pretty tilted. It gets me pretty pretty angry when people don't want to admit it. Right? <laughs> so I'm glad at least you understand. Yes, I do understand. It is. It is legit a Christmas movie. But before we get into talking about, you know, Christmas movies and things like that, what have you guys been watching recently? What have you guys been up to? What have you been uh, watching on your own time? Mega, since it's your first time here, kick us off. What have you been watching lately? Well, I saw this really great independent film recently called Star Wars The Last Jedi. Mm. I don't know if anyone's heard of that. <laughs> Sounds like a pile of hot garbage to me. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's... It's a pie, it's a mixed bag of hot is garbage. It, is it like Star Trek? It's the one that's like Star Trek, right? The yeah, same yeah, thing. yeah, 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 yeah. That one. It's okay. got it's got that bald dude. Yeah, Captain Picard. Yeah, that yeah, one. right. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Ah, cool. Um, Captain Kirk said it's sweet. Yeah, it's that movie that every that ruins everyone's childhoods and lives, apparently, or whatever. I don't know. I thought it was okay. You thought it was alright. It was distinctly okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I hated it when I first saw it, but then I saw it two more times because. Why not? Because mm. I have movie pass, so I might as well go to the theater multiple times. There and, you go. <laughs> and I, it grew on me on multiple viewings. Um, but other than that, the only I think the best movie I've seen recently, since we're talking movies, is Lady Bird. I saw that in theaters too. I've been that really intrigued movie. with Lady Bird. Um, a few people that I work one. with have have said very very good things. What would you compare it to for those that that maybe aren't aware of Lady Bird? Oof. I know uh, it's directed by a female director, and she kind of got snubbed out in. Was it the Golden Globes? Or no, um, gosh, like there was like an award thing that went around where it was all male directors and it created a big scuttlebutt because uh, Lady Bird is getting such high praise and she just got completely overlooked <laughs> for it. And uh, I'm blanking on what it was. But and I've heard from a writing uh, perspective, like dialogue and everything, it's pretty top notch. It is. It, it's 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 a great coming of age movie for this girl, kind of. It just. Oddly enough, just because it's the Christmas season, I'm going to compare it to a Christmas story. And it's, it's a weird comparison because yeah? they seemingly have nothing in relation. But they both do a great job. No, they both do a great job of encapsulating a time period in your life mm -hmm. and like a, a season, like a feel. Like it's her senior year of high school. And it does a great job of showing that like growth throughout the year. Just like a Christmas story perfectly captures how it feels to be like. 10 around Christmas time. This movie is like perfect. I, how I imagine it feels to be a teenage girl your senior year of high school. Oh my god! <laughs> it sounds like you want to imagine terrible that, at the same right? time. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a, it's got a, it's got a great, it's a great movie for I. If I were a girl who had has ever had any drama with my mama. This would be the perfect movie, I think, because like the relationship between mother and daughter is like the key center point of the movie and they nail it and it's beautiful. Very nice. All right. Spartan, what have you been watching, man? I've been watching quite a few things. Uh, it's been cold outside. You know, it's one of those, it's it's the time of season where you want to get blankets. You want to chill out. You want to relax, get mm -hmm. some nice cocoa get the fire on. So I've been chilling with Netflix and watching different uh, movies and TV shows. I just started, uh, everybody says if you like Breaking Bad, you like all that stuff, mm -hmm. um, you you like Son of Anarchy. So I've been watching a little bit of Son of Anarchy. I just started it. It's pretty good. Yeah. Like four episodes in. Yeah, it's. I, I definitely can see what people are talking about with that. As far as movies go, uh, you guys mentioned movies that you guys watched during the Christmas season. One of mine is uh, Nightmare Before Christmas debatable people sometimes will debate you if it's a halloween what? movie or christmas movie no, it anybody is. Is. A, and it isn't it's i believe November. it to be a christmas movie it's definitely it's a christmas movie 
Yeah. It's, like, it's Christmas. It's like the ultimate its... bridge movie. It really I, is I, a great bridge, I, but... I could sit there and watch that movie and laugh my ass off like if I'm watching Dumb and Dumber. Like, it's... <laughs> There's yeah. some scenes in there that are so ridiculous that I just I'm sitting there watching it like the first time and I'm laughing my ass off on the on the, on the couch. Nice. Um, that's yeah, that's a really good one. And and just like Mega Star Wars, I saw Star Wars twice, and wow. um, I wanted to see if I caught anything else the second time I saw it, and I did. I felt like just like everybody else that watched it a few times. Um, the second time I watched it, I actually liked it a lot more. I, I think all the expectations were gone and the walls were were, were, were pulled back and okay. I definitely liked it a lot more the second time. I gave I gave it a solid eight. Okay. I definitely uh. like I wanna give it a second shot because I had such a a mixed bag of emotions with Last Jedi. But at the same time it's like ah You'll have to go back and listen to the last episode um, for, or the bonus episode because I don't want to give away too many spoilers because it's within a week of the movie being out and right. I don't want to I don't want to spoil that just yet or really dive too much into it. But right. I've heard a lot of people where people that have been in similar positions that I have in terms of their perspective, they felt better after the second viewing. So mm. I definitely mm -hmm. want to give that a, a second go just because I just like, mm. I just, I want to love it more than I love it now. And I actually don't really love it. It's like, I liked it. It's like, but yeah. it's like the feeling of everybody I know coming out of the theater. It's like, I feel bad that I don't love it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know. It's you like, know, I honestly, should love this, right? Honestly, the things that for me that really make me believe it to be an eight, right? I'm not mm -hmm. convincing myself to, to, for it to be an eight. I believe it to be an eight is the idea that this whole thing is a trilogy. That I mm -hmm. feel like there's some parts in this movie where I feel that it's going to carry over seamlessly to the to the next movie. And once we capture it in that movie, we're going to look back and we're going to see The Last Jedi. We're going to be like, oh, my God, this made so much sense. Oh, my God, this is wonderful. This movie's a, a nine now because of everything that they tied in the next movie with this. One. What I'm saying is potential. Mm -hmm. I see it to carry over to the next movie potentially really, really nicely. They set I up sure a lot of things. So. Yeah, I oh, yeah, sure so too, man. Oh, don't drop the ball, please don't I drop really the do. ball. The main thing that I was listening to um, another great uh, movie podcast to listen to, and uh, another just good movie website, uh, slashfilm.com. Uh, they did. Uh, I listened to their episode about uh, Last Jedi just to get some more perspective. And the one thing that that they brought up was like, man, I really hope this doesn't end up happening. Is I don't want this to turn into where it feels like a TV show but going through three distinct showrunners, you know, mm -hmm. like where your first season was done by JJ. Then the next one's done by Ryan Johnson, who is a fantastic director. And I think directed some of the best breaking bad episodes he did. ever. The two mm -hmm. best episodes. Yeah, yes, man. Ozymandias is like the best episode period. Mm -hmm. The dude is a great director and I loved Looper. I loved brick. He's great. And so like when I heard that he was getting, getting uh, charge of a star Wars property, it's like, Oh hell yes, this is going to be great. And then, <laughs> then it was. It felt more Ryan Johnson than Star Wars at times. That's it did, and it really did. But at the same time, there were good moments of it with being Ryan Johnson, like some of the character moments and the dialogue and the yeah. like. The intimate moments is like this is so Ryan Johnson in the mm -hmm. best way. This is what he can bring. But at the same time, like I felt like with um, 
it, it just had some odd pacing, you know, like where yes. in Star Wars, it's like you're yes. you're ready to see some big things, big things <laughs> oh, happening yeah. all the time. And this one be like mm. really, really big things and then really close, very tight, small moments. <clears> but <throat> it's like, but I kind of want to get back to like blowing up something really big yeah. or like the big space fight. Can we can we do that more? Right. I, I think we all can agree the casino scenes. I mean, they could have left that out completely. They, they try to mm -hmm. like touch into the casino scene a few times and, and run with Finn and that side story plot and it just didn't carry man sure like, I get what they were going for with it it just wasn't sure. very well executed on yeah the I want to ask this so, so I know we don't want to get too stuck on Star Wars talks yeah, yeah, during yeah. that but I just oh, want to ask oh, we a question can. I've seen a question I've seen posed is are you are you still excited for Ryan Johnson to have his own Star Wars trilogy after this movie and I think I'm more excited. I'm I'm still excited for his movie because mm -hmm. I won't judge it by the same criteria I judge an episodic <laughs> Star Wars title. Yeah, mm -hmm. and almost like so. I would almost look at it like I kind of wish maybe Ryan was given one of the Star Wars stories mm -hmm. and maybe not a Skywalker saga film. Agreed. And I think that maybe would have been a better serving of his talents, but whether we want it or not. I mean, this is what we have. We stepped into a war. With <laughs> we stepped into a war with uh, <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy on Mars. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. So yeah, obviously, I mean, you can tell there's, there's mixed feelings about Last Jedi. Mm -hmm. I want to see it again because I want to, I really want to give it another shot because I am a fan of Ryan Johnson as a writer, as a director, as just a creative guy. And I want to give him, give him some due diligence and just give him, give him one more shot. Come yeah. on, Ryan. <laughs> we believe in you. We believe in we believe in Ryan Johnson. Um, so, uh, Ruby, what have you been up to? What have you been watching? Well, uh, the last few episodes of uh, Ruby season five are coming out. Mm -hmm. So, I've been I've been uh, this past week. I've been watching. Uh, I've been watching two a day. Okay. And uh, up until, uh, up until where we are now, mm -hmm. and it's funny to see how even just through one season, how much the animation has um, developed. Yeah. And so, for um, people that aren't familiar with Ruby, Ruby, um, what what is it, and where can people uh, view it? Because for me, it, well, I didn't know what it was uh, until you actually started coming by our channel. Yeah. Um, well, it's it's a story about lots of things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> guns and giant weapons. Um, fighting creatures made out of inky darkness that we don't quite know a whole lot about. Okay, so very much like Destiny, where it's uh, an unknown darkness <laughs> and there's lots of guns. <laughs> and yeah, except for it's not lots of guns and lots of weapons. Uh -huh. It's lo lots of weapons that are also guns. Gotcha. Very cool. Yeah, you sent me a couple of trailers for it. It looks pretty awesome. Yeah. And uh, I really have been looking to get back into anime or yeah. stuff like that. And Ruby just keeps dropping that nugget every time, either in chat <laughs> or something like that. And it's like, all right, fine. I'll do it. Buckle. It's, 
It's like, it's like when... <laughs> it's like when you're really, really low on money and there's that... And there's that little, just that little inkling of come to the dark side in your ear. <laughs> come on, just, just, a, just one soul. That's all it takes. Just, one just soul. one. <laughs> awesome. Very cool. Um, I mean, obviously for me, I mean, I, I binged a lot of Star Wars and that was up till the last mm -hmm. episode, but also, um, been watching a bunch of Christmas movies, like literally just before we came on. I watched uh, Four Christmases and uh, watched Die Hard. And then I watched a movie that I missed last year. And I was finally, I got a chance to to watch it because it's on Prime right now is uh, Free Fire. Did you guys mm. get a chance to check that one out? Did you hear about it? Haven't. It was uh, mm -hmm. shepherded by Scorsese. And it is like, it almost felt like a love letter to somebody that really liked Reservoir Dogs a lot. Um, it's oh, every every college kid ever. Then? Pretty much, pretty much. But uh, it's 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 kind of cool. It, it's very similar in the sense that a lot of it takes place in one warehouse, so very similar to Reservoir Dogs. Um, and it takes place in the seventies, so, and it's dialed up to the nines and seventies, like wardrobe, music. The soundtrack is pretty awesome. It's like a lot of Rolling Stones and a lot of Credence. It's it's pretty great, and uh, but also it stars uh, Brie Larson, Chartel Copley, and uh, Army Hammer and um jack rayner um but it's 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 good it's fun it's basically about an, an arms deal uh Charlotte copley is uh selling money to um to a, a guy from the uh irish ira and um <clears throat> he brings a different kind of gun and uh there's just tension and it uh kind of turns into uh somebody shoots at somebody else and it just goes sideways real bad and mm -hmm. it uh just it's just like tossing a bunch of firecrackers in a bucket and just watch it go. It's very fun. It's a good action movie. It's pretty short. It's about an hour and a half. Um, highly recommended. It's very entertaining. And you can see that on Prime. Um, what else? What else have we been doing? Have you have you guys heard the new movie that came out? I believe it's called Bright or Blight with Will Smith and Bright, like an orc. Yeah. 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 I heard, saw yeah. Some what do you guys think? Are you, are you interested in watching it? What do you guys think? I'm really interested in watching it because the reviews have been terrible. Uh -huh. Everybody in the Reddit thread for it said it was actually pretty good. And then okay. one of my subs said that it was horrible. And I don't know who to believe. And I know it was written by Max Landis. And so now yeah. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I got, I, I want to watch it now because it's, it's got a perfect amount of controversy on. Oh, I yeah. can't find I, a solid opinion on it. I, I heard the special <laughs> effects are like super awesome. Like yeah. that's worth watching it alone. Like okay. just it's. it's it's eye, it's eye candy for sure. Um, as far as the storyline and everything goes, I heard that uh, they could expand it more on the characters. Uh, that that's a little kind of bland and a little flat. But um, I heard that the orc, his partner, Will Smith's partner, actually steals the show. So like he, like he he's the one that that's like carrying the movie, mm -hmm. I guess, instead of Will Smith as you would think he would be. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, wow. I think I don't know if I have to double check and see, but to me it looks a lot like uh, End of Watch in terms of how it's shot, and I think it's the same guy, right? Same director at End of Watch and Suicide Squad. I heard that, yes. Okay, that's what I heard as well. Huh? When I saw a trailer for it, I'm like, dude, this looks like straight up um, <laughs> End of Watch, but with wands and wizards and trolls <laughs> yeah, and like right. serious yeah. racial undertones. Which, and shit. Yeah, <laughs> it, it seems cool though. I mean, I like Will Smith. I mean, you know, welcome to Earth. 
and all that stuff. <laughs> I, 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 like, I like Will Smith references something from 20 years ago. I know, right? <laughs> he's really nailing it these days. I know, right? Oh, but, the, but he's rocking the stash again. It's like, all right, you know, fresh. That guy doesn't age, man. He, he, I don't know, found the Holy Grail or something. That guy doesn't age. Clean living, I guess. I, I don't, don't know. I think you got the fountain of youth and the Holy Grail. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's both maybe like you no, found no. the fountain of youth and like ground it up and made like a, a shake uh, ruby have, have you not watched indiana jones and the last crusade no there you go gasp there you go i'm sorry i i am all that is a holy Soft. <laughs> holding back judgment <laughs> I think that they were actually for a little while they actually had all the Indiana Jones movies except for the one that doesn't matter um, up on Amazon <laughs> Prime for a little bit uh, I'm sure they'll come back around at some point um, but yeah uh, so guys everyone seems like they've been watching some pretty good stuff uh, movie traditions around the holidays you know there's a lot of movies that people tend to watch like on their own when this time of year kind of goes around uh, Mega what are some essential holiday movies for you and Mrs. Mega and the All future right. Mega Baby. <laughs> Mrs. Magwitch and Minnie Magwitch and I. One thing, absolutely, a movie I've already referenced is A Christmas Story. That's not even essential to me. That's my wife's not favorite Christmas movie, her favorite movie, period. Like, oh. she watches really? it all the time. That's like her round. number one? Yeah, that's her number one movie. Like, she puts it on if she's sick or anything. Like, that movie is she on might need therapy. in the background. I know. I, it's, it's a thing. But we have to watch that. Um, okay. And then... Uh, for me, I actually usually bring it back. I actually usually watch Star Wars around Christmas, but my number one pick is always "It's a Wonderful Life." I have to watch that Christmas Eve, like at night. My my parents are divorced, so it would always be I went with my to my dad to my grandparents on Christmas Eve. Then I'd come home late at night. NBC is playing uh, "It's a Wonderful Life," and I would fall asleep watching that on Christmas Eve. And so I always put that on. That's the way to end it for me. Like I can't have it be christmas without watching it's a wonderful life dang that's a good one that's a good one uh spartan essentials for you man um peewee's big adventure man <laughs> no i'm just that's kidding a, that's a great <laughs> hey that's a great movie i have a line for that movie that, that, tattooed that's, on me that's, so that's like one of the greatest it. movies of all time is that seriously a christmas movie no, no, no. that's a year-round movie let's put yeah. that out okay okay <laughs> Oh Mega, my God. What, what tattoo do you have it on you? I'm curious. Uh, it's a, it's I, I have a au revoir Simone tattooed on me. As, oh, that's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, dude. So, that is yeah. so cool. <laughs> um, you mentioned it earlier, uh, Cap. Um, mm -hmm. uh, the Home Alone movies for sure. I, I yeah. already, I already caught. Uh, Home Alone two is 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 the better of the two for me. So yeah, just catching laughs that way and reminiscing. Whoa, whoa. And we're just nostalgic. gonna casually say Home Alone Two is better than Home Alone One. It oh is. yeah, absolutely. Oh it is. Oh yes, tenfold. I guess if you All like right, the same on. exact movie being remade, just with the grander scale, I suppose. <laughs> let's just, litigate I'm this. Just, let's litigate this. Spartan, just, Spartan. Not, why, do, not, why is why is Home Alone Two better than Home Alone One? And then Mega will get to retort. I I just feel that the whole new york like like he said the grander scale like they they they, they, they picked it up they made it a, a grander scale uh uh marvin marvin harry are i i think are more developed characters in the second mm -hmm. one uh sure. the house yes of course he, he does a whole house thing but they incorporate the toy store i feel like the story is more full i feel like 
like it's much more of a fulfilling story um i feel like the whole the the, the first one was just in the house and then his neighbors the creepy guy you're not sure if he's if he's like a villain or he's like the best friend that he's going to save you at the end and that's what ended up happening I mean, that's the exact same thing as like, Mega. Mega looks, looks like the neighbor's son, to be honest. <laughs> the pigeon lady legit scared the crap out of pigeon me. Pigeon lady was no good. Yeah. I'm not, I don't know what they were going so with the pigeon lady. So scary, man. You know what? I'm actually going to change my opinion based solely on the memory that I have as a kid of when he's in New York and it's all scary and he gets in the cab and he's like, it's scary out there. And just the cab driver turns around and he's like, it ain't much better in here, kid. And he's yeah. like, that yeah. moment alone actually remembers yeah. that elevates it. Yes. Oh my gosh. And that guy too, he, he had like the most warty, like bumpy, <laughs> yeah, dude. scary, dude, the, noir the tricks, lighting. It's like, oh my were gosh. Better. The tricks were more clever in the second one. Yeah. My only, my only base, I, I will say like, it's almost like Home Alone 2 feels like it should just be a remake that came out like 10 years later that's better. My only reason why I can't just say that it's better flat out is it's like it's a sequel and it's basically exactly the same movie. <laughs> just like... <laughs> Yeah, show, just yeah. in a different spot, which is it does everything really well. It's so it's just, like most sequels. There, there's, yeah. diff there's different. There's different platforms. Like he's he's in a hotel. He's mm -hmm. in a park. He's in a house. Mm -hmm. uh, the hotel scene where uh, the yeah. guy shoots up. He plays the, the movie. movie. Yeah, it's, the, it's probably the, the the best scene in the movie. Yeah, that's get on your knees and tell me you love me. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, it's so good. <laughs> so good. The angels with yeah, filthy like, souls and angels uh, with even filthier <laughs> souls. <laughs> so good. So good. They actually. You know I, what? We just rewatched uh, the first Home Alone like last week, and on the Blu-ray, you can actually watch that whole movie. What? Yeah. I need the, the Blu-ray yeah, for Home so, Alone. Yeah, uh, so a plug for the Home Alone 1 Blu-ray. Uh, do yourself a favor so you can watch Angels they, they of Filthy Souls. They kicking that money back over to you right now or something? No, I wish. I know, but, right? but you can you can have your own like moment with it. You can get your big thing of ice cream and just watch it and then cover your eyes and then record it. He's like, it. guys, click, click the link below if you guys want to go ahead and purchase this yes, movie. Yes, please follow my uh, Amazon affiliate <laughs> link to buy Home Alone 1. <laughs> Can we mention that Home Alone 2 has the greatest product placement in a movie that, like, selling a, an item ever with the freaking recording talk? Oh, I, thing? I bought one. Yeah. yeah. Everybody I knew had one. And it's I a bought Home one. Alone. Yeah. Yes. I had one as a kid. It, it, was, was, it was so, so brilliant. good. So brilliant. I didn't use it as well as Kevin did. But I wanted to pretend that I was. Oh, mm. it was so good. The talk boy, uh -huh. exactly. Sarah, yes. thank you so much. Yeah, the uh, talk boy. So good. McFly, real quick. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you need to decide this, man. Me and Mega are clearly <laughs> split in our decision here. Clearly. <laughs> yes. I need you to be the man to us to, uh, to decide this. <laughs> I think both have excellent cheese pizza and are worth seeing every year. There it is. I honestly just place them on even level when I think about it, really. Fence. Yeah. I mean, for me, he's like, a fence guy. Yeah, I'm a fence guy, at least with those two. Because to me, like, yeah, they, they do. Su it suffers sequelitis, but at the same time, like, they're, 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 they are fun, and I like them a mm -hmm. lot. And I do yeah. prefer the New York setting to the home setting, but like, you, <sighs> yeah, they're similar. Both show you various ways to kill adult males, but for some reason don't because it's a living Looney Tune cartoon. But it's so oh, oh, oh my god, guys, so the good, scene though. the scene where Harry or is it Harry? No no no, no the other guy. Uh what's the other guy's name? Harry Marv. and uh Marv. Marv. Okay, yeah, so Marv. when Marv is in the in the basement, guys, and he's getting electrocuted, 
Oh, and his cool. hair oh, is yes. crazy, and he turns into a skeleton. It's the best ever. It's so good. It's a living cartoon. It really is. The, like, uh, the honestly, way. I think the favorite thing to me is just when he gets hit in the face with the brick. Like, just the way he takes that brick is so... You cringe when you see that. <laughs> yes. And he's like, he's, he's got no more bricks. <laughs> he's just one more. Boom. He just keeps smacking him. It's like, oh, he's, my goodness. He, everybody in here would be dead after the first mm -hmm. trap. Or at least oh need a tetanus God. shot for crying out loud. <laughs> Gosh, they're so good though. They're Absolutely. So good. Oh man. Um, as a kid, uh, one of my favorite childhood Christmas movies uh, was the Tim Allen uh, Santa Claus. Mm. Did you guys watch that one at all growing up? Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good for one. for sure. Yeah. I always thought it was just so neat. The original, right? Yeah, the original, the first one. I never, yeah. I haven't seen the sequels. I think when I was what? when I was growing up, I kind of missed them. I saw uh, two is on Netflix right now, and like I think three is on Prime. I so, remember two being okay. <clears throat> three was with I, Martin I Short, right? It's like, they yeah, went, they went too fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah they got right. kind of silly. Yeah. Mm. How about you, Ruby? Did you, it's uh, Frosty the Snowman. They were all silly. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah too much for me <laughs> but yeah i liked it though i thought the the like the special forces elves the elfs i thought those were so cool and in a way it kind of made its way to fortnite in a way like the elf costume they call it the elfs outfit huh. i was like yep, yeah. i never realized that yeah yep, i don't know if it's yep, intentional yep. or not but i was like ah oh, that's fun i want to run around like elf <clears> oh and <throat> that is another essential for me is elf i must see oh, yes. elf mm. every year yeah. a modern classic so oh, essential. Yeah. Smiling's my favorite. I love it. And I, I there's just it's so quotable. It, it's it such is. a quotable movie. But uh, the elf, what's your favorite color? Yeah, but it's that's the, <laughs> the best way to answer the phone right there. There's no singing <laughs> in the North Pole. Yes, there is. <laughs> no, there's not. We sing all the time when we're making no, toys. <laughs> oh, Works goodness. your new favorite. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Oh, coffee syrup and coffee. I've never done that. It's just, it's so good, man. It's so good. Uh, one of my favorite movie experiences uh, with Elf was actually within the past few years. Um, I worked for a movie theater uh, when I was going back to school to kind of change careers to work in TV and stuff now. And um, they had a special screening of Elf where um, they give you props and stuff for different scenes within the movie. And so they would give you a marshmallow to eat the cotton ball. And they actually had like the full on like food menu of um things that you saw in the movie so if you wanted that really gross spaghetti with the pop tarts and the candy and maple syrup on top you could eat that you, i didn't and i regret it just for the sake of you trying better it. regret that i do regret it i deeply regret it <laughs> <laughs> i would totally try it now a serious question if you guys had the opportunity no cost to you if it were presented to you would you eat the the elf breakfast spaghetti with all the candy and syrup and stuff. If it if there were like no cost. Yes, like if I were to give it to you, like. Oh yeah, no, I'd definitely. You'd take a bite. Oh, I'd definitely take. I'd probably take a second bite for the heck of it. Spartan and Mega look like they'd rather just only way. Throw up. Only way I'm taking a bite of that is if I'm on camera, like to entertain someone. There's zero mm. chance. Mm. No, I'm just at home. Zero alone. curiosity. Yeah, really. Good. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm not. I don't know what there's to be curious about. I've tasted all of these things individually. <laughs> right? I know what they're going to taste time. like in mine. <laughs> oh no! no. If I'm gonna die, that's how I want to die. Oh my god! Just a diabetic coma of spaghetti and pop tarts. <laughs> yeah. With a little bit of syrup on the side. <laughs> mm. 
Oh my gosh. No, thank you. Ruby, what holiday uh, classics do you have? Like, what what are movies you guys watch around this time of year? Um, we watch the uh, we watch Rudolph the Ra the Red Nosed Reindeer. We watch the um the version with the puppets. Okay, it's so not the stop motion one. No, no. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Or is it? The if, if it's the one that I'm thinking of, it's like it's got like the the abominable snowman and Bumble's bounce. Yeah, yeah. Silver and gold. Yeah, that one. Silver and gold. Yeah, yeah, that one's definitely stop motion. If it were puppets, mm -hmm. it'd be terrifying. I was like, puppets. <laughs> I, was like, I don't know. <laughs> there was, they all looked pretty fuzzy to me. Right. <laughs> um. Then what? Uh, the animated Frosty the Snowman. I don't think I've seen. Oh, it's that's like uh, that one's from like way way back. I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. Man. yeah. I haven't Happy seen that one. Happy birthday! Oh, yes. Get into that man. Yeah, I haven't seen I that one in saw... years. I mean, I, need I think to I saw Pee Wee for the first time last Christmas. Is like the first time I ever saw Pee Wee. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of Pee Wee. He's, um, he's scary, neither, he scares the children. Like, uh, he's me neither, but that's probably why we. <laughs> well, my brother-in-law, right like, I, it may be a generational thing. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm 30, so I don't know compared to Mega and Spartan if I'm older or younger. But my brother-in-law, who's a couple years older than me, grew up with Pee Wee, and I grew up like this kind of. This guy makes me scared i feel uncomfortable to be around this man but he also yeah. he is kind of funny though at the same time but I can like see that. I can it's see like that. funny but i want to keep my distance i think i'm i'm, young, I'm younger than you but i had older siblings so i think that must be the uh the cause they they would have had it on uh so peewee was peewee was a part of our family when i was a kid i mean yeah I had a peewee doll like a, okay like a cousin <laughs> I'm eating Mr. T cereal. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I pay the food, don't eat my cereal. <laughs> through and through. <laughs> Pee Wee family, for sure. Nice. <laughs> oh, oh uh, I totally forgot about this one, too. And we do watch this one every year. The Grinch, but the Ooh. animated one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, Not yeah. live action. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. one, yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, I, I forgot a really big one. Uh, someone in your chat, I believe his name is Serotonin, brought up Scrooge. Oh my God! Yeah, Scrooge is such Bill a Murray. good one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Mm, yeah. Oh my God, I love that movie so much. It's so good. It's Bill solid. Murray edition. Yes. Um, yes. One that I was pretty impressed by that I I wrote off that came out in theaters was um, the uh, the night. Oh well, gosh, it was the Jim Carrey one about the. Gosh, was it a. A Christmas Carol? Yeah, yeah, just a yeah. Christmas Carol, I think, is all it's called. The yeah. animated one that I'd yeah. start in, like, the Polar Express style. Yeah, but this one, yeah. it was actually all right, because they don't make them look, like, super real. Like, Scrooge mm -hmm. obviously does not look like a real person. Like, the closest, I think, relation you would get would maybe be, like, Peter Cushing or something like that to, like, him looking like a human being. <laughs> Rest in peace, Peter Cushing. Don't, don't talk missed. about that. That's <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's it's honestly it's pretty good. I, I wrote it off and watched it at home. It's like yes, this isn't so bad. It's uh, it's fair. It's, it's a fair. classic tale. I mean, it's 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 hard to screw it up. I feel like right. It's like know? it's been done so many times before. It's like it, it would uh, be up to you to mess it up. Mm -hmm. uh, the Muppets version is also, I think, 
pretty darn essential for kiddos. It's, oh, yes. It's the so Muppet good. Christmas Carol is up there easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Michael totally. Michael Caine is Scrooge. That's yes! Scrooge. That's a good one, yes. Michael Caine. I think... I, th- I don't remember the last time I saw that one, but I do remember... I do remember it. He was in, uh, like, stripy pajamas. He's always in stripy pajamas, but... Um... No, I don't remember the last saw a Christmas Carol, the Muppet, uh, the Muppets version of a Christmas Carol. Mm. Well, you should. It's good. I mean, if mm-hmm. if you do find it, you know, in a place where you can watch it, definitely give it a look. It's it's good, especially if you yeah. like the Muppets. You will have a good time with Muppets Christmas Carol. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean I've seen it before. I just don't remember when the last saw it was. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Another one too that I saw in chat that uh we it keeps coming up is Die Hard. A lot of people don't call it a Christmas movie and uh, they need to educate themselves because it is totally a Christmas movie. He's going to a Christmas party at Nakatami Plaza. It's it's so good. The entire soundtrack is Christmas music. It's about a man Mm. coming back together with his family that Mm -hmm. he hasn't seen. Yes. And it's just, yeah, it all is set around Christmas. It Mm -hmm. it ends with like snowing or possibly ash from a blown up building. A little bit of both. (laughs) The burning bodies of uh, German terrorists. Yes. Really, I mean, but really, they weren't terrorists. They were thieves. Yeah, that's true. uh, That's true. Financial terrorists. And what movie doesn't have some sort of. What Christmas movie doesn't have some sort of a, some sort of like stingy, greedy character? And that's what Hans Gruber is. Yeah, right? he, he's that outside <laughs> outsider villain that's here for something <laughs> selfish and petty. Yes, in the eyes and of the so holiday he has season. To die. Yes, it's like you need to building. get this, you know, <laughs> capitalistic materialism and just throw it off the building. We that, all that's Hans remember Gruber. our. Our favorite Christmas line from any Christmas movie, of course, which is, you should have heard your brother squeal when I broke his neck. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> that's a very Christmassy idea. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, like, ho, ho, ho. Now I yeah, have a machine oh, yeah, well, gun. I guess, yeah, and... that one. Welcome to the party, pal. And just, oh, gosh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Another thing that I went to, too, this same movie theater that, like, elevated this movie that like really just it's made it's become a holiday tradition for us we didn't do it this year because we just had um we just had a baby but what we've been doing for the past few years yeah woo he's alive (laughs) he's super cute and i love him um but it's it's seriously impacted our movie going habits for sure (laughs) at least for a little while but um one of my favorite experiences with die hard what they did is they gave everybody like squirt guns cap guns candy cigarettes and then at the very end they had pyrotechnics rigged around the entire theater so when they mm. rig the explosives to blow on the on the roof it's just this giant kukush in the whole awesome. the whole theater just goes <laughs> boom and then every time wow. every time the guys pop up people are like squirting each other with squirt guns across the theater and like cap guns are popping and whenever he lights a cigarette everybody gets like a candy cigarette and puts it in their mouth and it was it was fun it was cool it's it's one of those sounds like the best time to be a kid ever mhm mm-hmm. totally there's so if, much if good they stuff. Me- if they messed up my popcorn i'd be furious <laughs> well, then you just squirt them in the face. Yeah, that sounds better than me watching Die Hard alone on Laserdisc, like the last time I watched it. So. Laserdisc. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh! 
I got to watch the movies on laser just to compare Fancy. the quality, man. Fancy. There you go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, before we, I guess, start diving into, uh, into gremlins, you guys have any, uh, any other holiday movies that you want to tell us out there that, you know, are essential things that you feel like you must see every time this time of year. I don't think so. Usually our biggest tradition that we, that kind of started last year, uh, that I've, it's, it's something one of my friends does in Husky raid that uh -huh. I've started doing too, is he watches the worst movies on netflix he can find the terrible abc family christmas movies like the hallmark style one ones. of those a week yeah like <laughs> merry christmas those types of garbage ones that are like you're like how is this even a thing does like, he do this sober I and like he does this on his own volition he does he does he's a sad man <laughs> and, we, and we just we just we just watch them and tear them down and they're hilarious and terrible uh Bipolar Bloodlust and Shanto said probably the biggest one that I think we missed. So yes, far. I know, and I feel embarrassed <laughs> for missing it. Uh, so uh, please tell us bipolar suggestion or statement. Christmas Vacation. Yes, such an essential with the Griswolds. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty big tree, Griswold. Where are you going to put it? Bend over and I'll show you. <laughs> oh, man. What? I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> it's it's such a good movie and oh my gosh like as a kid i did not realize like how adult some of the jokes were until i got much older and it's like wow it's like it yeah, was man. almost like falling in love with it all over again such a great movie <laughs> so good oh my gosh fantastic and just like with all the christmas lights too and just seeing this guy oh. who's just really in love with the holiday time and it means so much to him and his son is still kind of, you know, indulging him, and his daughter's like, ugh, this is so stupid, but I'll do it anyway. And it just, it means so much. And then, like, it, it shows you, like, to, you know, dialing it to 11, kind of what the holidays can, can be like, you know, where you're trying to have this special moment with your family. Some of your relatives may not, you know, be the most awesome people to be around sometimes of the year, and that brings around some stresses and they can sometimes just overstay their welcome or just say things where you're just like, wow, I can't believe they just mm -hmm. said that <laughs> and things like that. And it, uh, it kind of takes that and puts it in a really fun comedic way that can just make you think, ha, that's ridiculous. But I also kind of see bits of my family in mm -hmm. this as well. And I think that's kind of what makes it so special. Yeah. In the way that a Christmas story is like what it's like to be a little kid around Christmas, mm -hmm. Christmas vacation is what it's like to be that dad on Christmas. I feel Very like it's encapsulating much so. the season. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cause yeah, exactly. Like with, um, you know, a Christmas story as a kid, there's that one thing that you want and your mom and dad are mm -hmm. like, you're never going to get it. And you're, like, <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> what? And then you find out that's what they actually got you. And you're just like, yes! And it's just the most life-changing thing ever. Yeah, and... that. Yeah. And then, like, or, you know, you get the one grandparents. They get the, uh, oh, my gosh, the crazy pajamas. Or they give you nothing but slippers or PJs every year. And you're like, ugh, I can never I wear this. Know. Or much like Home Alone, like, hey, my grandmother made me a sweater with a bird knitted on it. And the old man's like, oh, that's nice. Not for the kid in the fourth grade, it's not. Kids will beat you up for that. <laughs> I don't know. My my grandma gave me a a pretty a pretty cool shirt, and it's it was a sleeping Pikachu, and it said current mood under it. MLG my, grandma right there. Grandma, grandma, grandma Ruby with cool. the big plays. Literally, cool, <laughs> literally the coolest grandma ever. 
you, you know what? Gosh. If 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 my grandmother or my mother didn't give me new socks and new underwear every year, I don't think I'd buy that stuff. All yeah, the time. where would you where would you get I, socks? I think I'd That's where it comes from. God bless them. <laughs> I know, because right? They help me so much in that aspect. Without them, I would have holes in my underwear and socks and probably smell pretty rank year round. <laughs> Yes, Thanks, Grandma and Grandpa. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> you kept me smelling fresh. When you're older, you can appreciate these things. Exactly. <laughs> Very true. Oh, well, awesome, guys. Well, to kind of give everybody a bit of a refresher, we're going to go ahead and play the uh, the trailer from uh, from Gremlins from 1984. So we'll go ahead and give that a, a quick look real quick. Steven Spielberg presents Gremlins. Billy Pelser has a nice home. Billy, is that you? Yeah, Ma, it's me. A nice job. A nice girl. If you're not doing anything this Thursday night, maybe you'd like to uh, go out on a date with me? I'd love to. And loving parents who are about to give him... You're gonna like this. No, 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 don't shake it. We're gonna have to open it now. We'll wait till Christmas. The most unusual gift <laughs> he ever got. What is it? No. It's your new pet. Come on, Barney, be a good dog. My dad gave it to me. But there are a few things to keep in mind. If you expose it to the light, you may hurt it. If you get it wet, it will multiply. All that from water? They got wet? Yeah, plain water. And most important, no matter how much they beg, never, never let them eat after midnight because when they do they change they become clever mischievous what's going on here and dangerous Gremlins, huh? little monsters right Hundreds of them. Well, I, I don't know, maybe thousands. They've been here too. Billy, what are these things? Where did they come from? Look, I know it sounds crazy, I know. But in a few hours, you're gonna have a major disaster on your hands. Gremlins, directed by Joe Dante. They'll be expecting you. And that was the trailer from Gremlins from 1984. Fantastic, fantastic show. And one that I consider to be a holiday essential. It is so good. Directed by Joe Dante, written by Chris Columbus. Stars as Zach Galligan, Phoebe Cates, Hoyt Axton, and a few many others as well. Uh, the story of this or the plot line as written by IMDb. Miniature green monsters tear through the small town of Kingston Falls. <laughs> Hijinks ensue as a mild-mannered bank teller releases these hideous loonies after gaining a new pet and violating two simple rules. No water and no food after midnight and no bright light. Hilarious mayhem and destruction in a town straight out of Norman Rockwell. So when you're washing your machine, when your washing machine blows up and your TV goes on the fritz before you call the TV repairman, turn on all your lights and check under the beds because you can never can tell there might just be a gremlin in your house so yeah. guys Cap 
Cap, I have to say this. I have to say this. before you continue. I have to say this, man. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe that trailer. I'm sitting here <laughs> watching the trailer, pissed off. I'm like, are you kidding me? Okay, guys, if, if anyone that's here in, in in the channel right now, uh-huh. if you have not seen this movie, you just saw the movie. They, oh, they showed no, every no. part of that movie no, right now. Hang they, on. They, they no. gave up so much of that movie. They pretty no. much told you the plot, the premise, the beginning, middle, and the end. They and did that's that. That's it. It's you, saw, you saw some Enjoy, things. Enjoy, you guys. You saw the movie. It, it, no. Well, also, you to be fair. terrible people who did that. Oh. To, to be fair, we did tell people this is what we were going to be doing about a month ago. So if they didn't yeah. watch it, that's their fault. <laughs> that's their fault first of all but also too it's that's kind of you know par for the course as far as trailers go unless it's a teaser mm-hmm. you're gonna see you know a little bit of everything it's yeah. it's After very you've very seen unusual. a movie there's always those shots you're like oh that was from the end oh that was from this like you don't know oh, right and you have a bias aware. because you've seen the whole thing sir I am yeah very you have full of context the points of trailers they just did two they went the fullest Oh yeah, and I God. agree with what with bipolar uh, bloodlust and chat. The best parts of the movie are definitely not in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, so I it mean, gives you honestly, mm. it's giving you a good enough you know overview yeah. of what what you're getting into, so what you know to expect. Um, do I, I kind of wish I that they didn't show you that like that you didn't see the turn? Sure, but there you go. You're trying there to get as go. many people into the movie as you can. Casting a wide net. It's not. It's not a great trailer, and even if it spoils some things, the movie itself is made so well that knowing what's going to happen doesn't really mm. matter. Because exactly. at this point, if you don't know what's going to happen in Gremlins, where yeah. the hell have you been? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I just before we even continue, oh, yeah. I had to address the trailer because my sure, goodness sure. gracious. <laughs> so uh, before Sorry, we, God, as as we dive in, um, let's kind of talk about you know when. How old were you when you saw Gremlins, if you if you can recall? I mean, I definitely saw it way too young. I think I was I, maybe like eight years old when I saw Gremlins hey, for the first it's a, time. It's a PG movie, my friend. You can't be Yeah, it pre- what it predates <laughs> does it predate the PG PG thirteen rating system? It's one of the that, movies it's one of the movies responsible for PG. That's right. It was that it was thing. this in Temple of Doom. Yep. yep yeah, yep. fun fact. For those that don't know. Wait, hold up. So so this was PG. This is uh-huh. PG. It is still oh, a PG no. movie. Are you serious? Yeah. Yes. Oh that's why people complained, and then Red no Dawn way. was the first ever PG-13 movie after, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yep, because okay. Raiders was going to be PG as well, and a bunch of angry parents <laughs> said, uh-uh, uh-uh. Not, not for my baby. <laughs> <laughs> and, but yeah, fun fact, though. Yeah, those were the... This is kind of a... a a seminal and pivotal moment for movies and the rating system as we know it today. Guys, it created a whole scene, new category. The scene alone where the mother goes Michael Myers on the gremlins in the kitchen <laughs> is rated awesome. R. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking but about at the same time, it's like it's horrifically. It's hilarious though. Like she totally. Oh, it's amazing. I'm not gonna. I don't know. That's not my point right now. <laughs> Like when it's she takes like thing. the the blender and like you know yeah. blend, and there's oh, just green stuff sprayed everywhere oh, and it gets all like oh, all, oh. all the, the Christmas cookies. Scene. Oh, it's so the, good. Mi- the they, microwave scene they, was uncalled for. The gremlin explodes. Oh, it was so called for. Yeah. You need that. It's fine. It's a stupid little ugly monster. I want to see him explode. Yeah, it's, it's like it's what happens when you put a pizza roll or like a hot pocket in the, <laughs> <laughs> the microwave too long. The, the it's a gremlin's head. Just, oh man. So oh, good. it's so good. We were supposed to say when we saw it, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. So yeah, I saw it when I was about eight years old, um, and it freaked me out as a kid. But mm. the only parts that freaked me out were some of the scenes, you know, with honestly with everything that happened to Billy's mom. Those were the scary scenes for me as a kid. 
But uh, Mega, how old were you when you saw Gremlins? I honestly can't remember a time when I hadn't seen Gremlins because it came out seven years before I was born, and I my older siblings made me watch way worse stuff than that when I was a kid. <laughs> like, I watched I watched Halloween, Friday Thirteenth, Child's Play, Nightmare on Elm Street, all of those when I was like five. So I probably uh. saw Gremlins when I was like four. I used to watch it with my mom all the time. Mm -hmm. um, but I definitely agree with you that the the mom scenes stuck with me as being oh, like yes. pure horror when I was a kid. Like yes. I was like, this movie's a scary movie. Now mm -hmm. I, yes. I'm like, no, it's not a scary movie, but it kind of is. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, it's always been with me. No, it, exactly. it is legit terrifying. Mm -hmm. And also it's one of those things like, I will turn on all the lights. I will make sure nothing is in the room for a while and still kind of do. I don't know. Maybe that's why I turn on all the lights when I go around the house and my wife is like, what are you doing? Maybe this is it. Maybe this is the source. This is the reason. <laughs> Spartan, how old were you when you saw Gremlins for the first time? You, you know what, man? I, I can't recall, man. Yeah? I, I cannot recall. I just have, like, like an old memory of, of the movie. A repressed um, memory? An old, old movie that I saw it, and the thing that stuck with me is I, I was gen, gen, uh, genuinely uh, scared when I first saw it. Like, mm -hmm. I, it didn't sit well with me. I remember as soon as the, the music kicks on, dun, 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 like as soon as that kicks on, I'm like, oh, I've made a great mistake watching this. Um, did it still did it still scare you to this day? Does it still scare you? No, 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 not at all. Honestly, the only movie that still irks me right now, that still kind of like gives me the EBGBs when I watch it, mm -hmm. um, is uh, Wizard of Oz. Man, I can't watch that movie. It's is too it the weird monkeys? I just don't know what it is, dude. Like, I'll watch it and... Is it the creepy man GBs, promising bro? gifts and then gives everybody nothing? <laughs> it's so weird. Oh, my God. Everything about that movie creeps me out, man. I can't watch that movie. No, um, but Gremlins... Like human melting? Gr yeah, Gremlins I mean, that can do it. Gremlins is cool. Gremlins is cool, though. I don't remember when I first saw it. Um, I, I rewatched it uh, after, after me and you had talked about the Gremlins uh, thing for for this podcast episode. Mm -hmm. I rewatched it and... It was just so cool reminiscing and the nostalgia behind it. Ruby, how old were you when you saw Gremlins for the first time? <clears throat> oh, I was... Okay, so there are a lot of really, really popular movies that I have not seen and probably will not end up seeing until I have a reason. Specifically, two. Uh -huh. This was one of those movies. <laughs> so uh, basically, I made you watch it. I was like, "Hey, if you want to be on, you got to watch this movie." And so that—that's kind of what broke broke the wall for you. And it's not even for any specific reason that I avoid it. It's mm -hmm. just that it's never been a big movie in our house. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, like I, I, I tried to get, I, I tried to get uh, my family. To, uh, to watch it with me and my mom had said she was traumatized by it oh no <laughs> so well i'm glad that i i know that i just wrecked your household for the holiday season <laughs> and you are so welcome good job cap <laughs> yes thank you bringing holiday cheer to everyone <laughs> oh my gosh um so let's kind of let's kind of walk through the movie a little bit so you know it opens up with a profession and a, a and a man or a, a dad with a profession that I don't even know if it still exists anymore. But, you know, this guy who's an inventor who makes pretty obscure things, you know, like the whole bathroom buddy thing. It's like, yeah, it's kind of cool. You know, it's got everything in it. And he's trying to find a gift for his, 
you know, for his son for Christmas and stumbles upon this like very odd shop in New York, I guess. And it's like this old Chinese store <laughs> under like a building or a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. And like he's I love that 80s movies can just like they they can just do whatever they want to start and they just throw a narrator on top of it to explain it and you're just like, All right, cool. It's like, it's oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, the, you see this cute little animal and you're like, this is awesome. And you're like when Furbies came out, I I swear. Yeah. Yeah, like I I could I I swear that 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 Toy had to been inspired by Gremlins, oh, or, or that's the reason why it sold so well. One hundred percent. Oh my gosh! But it, it's such a cute little animal. I mean, who wouldn't want, you know, a little Mogwai running around? It, it's like such a cute, lovable creature, and they're adorable. And the idea of you know these simple rules, you know, don't feed them after midnight, don't get them wet, don't turn the lights on, it'll kill them. It's like these are simple rules. Get somebody's gonna mess it up. <laughs> and uh but i i really enjoyed gremlins guys it, it, it's a movie that i think is it brings the fun and but also it's like it's a frightening kind of fun because it's it's a lot of like shock value but it doesn't take itself too seriously at all it knows what it is mm. yes it does yeah and it, it has such great moments in it you know where these these things are like so mischievous like when like when you know the water spills on uh, on Gizmo for the first time, and then the new ones pop out, and you know uh, Stripe and the other like ones start pop, you know trying to pop out, and they start thinking for themselves, and they you know cut the power to his alarm clock, so they feed him after midnight, and then all of a sudden the movie takes that such dark turn from like these are just really weird fuzzy creatures to now these are things that are going to as a I kid it always. Mm. I was always like, how the hell did this little cute thing turn into that? Yeah, it's like, go. is this alien? What happened? <laughs> what is this? Like, it's like, it's just this goo and smoke and like, it's all scaly. And it's like, there's no fuzzy thing on this anymore at all. This did, is like did, a lizard creature. Did anybody creature. catch this? Uh, the part the part where, um, what's the dude's name with the mohawk? Uh, Stripe. Stripe. Okay, the part where Stripe jumps into the pool. Which was a really cool scene because they yeah. got that water bubbling yeah. all super epic. Mm -hmm. And then the next scene is them marching down the street with like a thousand gremlins, right? Yes. They yeah. totally skipped the incubation stage and became gremlins. Maybe it's because they were just soaking in water yeah, for that well, long, because I guess, those or? They don't have to incubate because they're already gremlins. Uh, they're already gremlins. Uh, so, uh, so they've so already they turned like the evil yeah. gremlins. Okay, yeah, they don't make you. more mogwais. They mm -hmm. make gremlins you. That, that makes sense. That's okay. how... That makes that's sense. How I'm gonna believe it. I believe. Uh, I think that's sense. right. I think that's. I think I'm we can make that, that leap. Because in, in Gremlins Two, the sprinkler system turns on on one of the Gremlins, and you see him like shooting more Gremlins out of his <laughs> body. Oh, uh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my gosh. And then one of the things I liked about this movie too is it like introduced like almost like a boogeyman style story that you could tell kids in a way. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, mm -hmm. so Dad's car's acting up. Must be Gremlins. Yeah. 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 Like we even say it at work. Like if for some reason a light or something is you know messing up with the electrical in our uh, on our stage, we're like, well, there must be gremlins up there. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> but it it just becomes like you know part of you know everyday you know vernacular. You know, I use the word gremlins when I make fun of uh, people's looks. I'm not saying to. <laughs> wow. I'm not saying to be mean. Ouch. Wow. I, 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 I say I say it mainly to my nephews. 
Or a little okay, munchkins that run around about yeah, 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 little gremlins, man. Calm down. Oh they don't know gosh. what I'm talking about. Are they chasing they you with knives or trying to eat all your chicken wings? <laughs> I, what are they I doing? I use it for children. I use it for children, guys. They're going yum, yum. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yum. You're the reason PG-13 exists. <laughs> but this movie, when I was watching it, I think my, my favorite thing about it is because we're talking about Christmas movies, and it really is exactly a christmas movie where it's like somebody just went what if for the last half we just had monsters in it like yeah because it's exactly it's a wonderful life with like the bank foreclosing on things and you've got the mr potter uh and now like an analogous person with the uh, the old lady I don't yeah know and kind of like ebenezer is. scrooge like, as well yeah like yeah we got that exact like same setup and the mom even watches it's a wonderful life in the kitchen yeah. in mm. the beginning it's like it's so clear what they're going for yeah it's almost like a, a slight wink and a nod like hey hey yeah yes. yeah and i just love everything about like and if you just only watch the first bit before the transformation. You could just totally believe it's just like a, your standard Christmas happy movie. Mm -hmm. And then these monsters just show up. And yes. like, it just is so, I don't know, it's so ridiculous. It's almost like and, you maybe got like a bunch of guys sitting around, like Chris Columbus was maybe having a drink with somebody and was like, have, maybe having a beer with Spielberg. Like, you know, it'd be funny <laughs> if we had like this Christmas movie with these cute creatures, but they turn into vicious monsters and start to eat everybody everywhere. <laughs> How great would that be? They kill the old drunks. ladies. They're a bunch and they're, of drunks. They're drunk oh, yeah. old men, but they're like small. <laughs> and they like break things. How cool That'll would that be? That'll work. Yeah, That'll and they're fly. like, cool, that, that'd be awesome. <laughs> but it definitely feels that way, though. It's almost like, yeah, you know, maybe people think, oh, it's a fun little creature. That's so cute. Everybody would want one of these things. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I don't want one of these things at all. It's the Peltzer pet. Everybody's going to want one. <laughs> replace the dog. Yes, right? Um, <laughs> Mega, Mega, what you were saying about, like, um, foreshadowing and stuff, like, I feel like in the 80s in particular, um, when there was a, a particular person in the movie that was that was extra mean, uh, mm -hmm. e e extra, like, harsh, uh, you could almost say, like, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the antagonist, in the, you know? Um, that old lady, Miss Dibble, Miss Dibble, I think her name was. Something like that. Whenever, a, ca yeah. whenever a character like that shows themselves, their ugly face in the movie, mm. you just know that person's going down. And they're mm. going down hard, baby. That's yeah. like a that's like an eighties <laughs> thing. Big time. You uh, you identify them and you're like, they're going down. Here we go. How's it gonna happen? If I had to, okay, so if I were to ask you guys, favorite uh gremlin's death in this movie <laughs> what would be your your favorite thing human being or gremlin mm. i mean uh, it's hard to top the microwave i know the microwave yeah. is pretty solid i mean mm. that but i also i it's so simple but it's almost like the first one you know with uh the one in the the kitchenaid or the blender where he's mm -hmm. just like yum yum and he's yeah, getting in there and she just turns it on, just boom, and it's just legs just start just keep flipping around and oh flopping in the bowl. Gosh. Just green yeah. blood just spraying everywhere. It gets all over the Christmas cookies, and it's like it almost looks like frosting or whatever. And it's just <laughs> yeah. it's so silly, and gosh, it's so good. But the, I think also the the old lady being tossed out her little like easy chair up the staircase her staircase her staircase that's like eight stories tall in her right. story tall house like the way it's cut she just keeps spinning and i'm like, like i can see the outside of the house <laughs> she went up like like 10 flights on that thing yeah, dude. right <laughs> so goofy 
Oh my gosh, the movie is pure like cartoon incarnate. It is. Yeah. It really it's, is. It's like this, it's like a cartoon in real life, but like with lots of blood. Uh, <laughs> so good. You, I, I was reading about the movie because you know we were going to talk about it, and mm -hmm. I was reading that the first draft apparently was like super gory. Like Mrs. Peltzer was supposed to get her head cut off by the gremlin that she fought like in the house. I'd see that. Like it was. I, oh my god. <laughs> they like forced him to like. Force Chris Columbus to, like tone it down. They're like, buddy, really violent. Gross, yeah, I guess that's awesome. I know, right? It <laughs> it's makes like you that... wonder what would have been, <laughs> right? Like, it's so weird. Oh my they gosh! Come out out with like a version for kids and version for adults. <laughs> that's what I want. Yes. <laughs> so you can grow up and then eventually watch the adult or, like, version Gremlins of Gremlins. Gremlins Two was the adult version. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was pretty cool. So Ruby, what would you say your I guess if you had to have a favorite death to a gremlin in the movie, what would be one of your top ones? Or at least your favorite? Well, <laughs> uh, I definitely, I definitely liked the, um, uh, Miss, Mrs. Deezer, um, getting launched out of her house. Yes. Um, that was definitely, uh, a, a, a big one. Mm -hmm. I also really like the gremlins driving the tractor through the wall. <laughs> yes, so good. And just like the the guy that's like going out, it's like, ah, something's wrong with my TV antenna. Oh, and he goes outside and they're just like hot wired into his truck and just burst through the house and just tear the whole house down and kill him and his wife. It's like, it's so funny, but so sad. He just killed this guy. And he's like, they're real. They're gremlins. I love that guy. He's that that weird xenophobic neighbor that everybody has. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. All the foreign parts in my car. I'm like, hey, calm down, guy. It's like, like, whoa. He's like, you're driving a Beetle? Ah, this German piece of trash. This tractor? American. Never fails. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if that's so true today, but... Um, <laughs> I don't know. With Volkswagen, all the stuff, I don't know. Maybe they had some... Still some problems, but... It was it was funny though just to see him like have this like he was excited that it was real and that he was like I'm right I wasn't wrong these were real things but now it's gonna kill me but I was right mm. <laughs> and then uh because like he talks about like in the war like in a uh, like how they would always um they would put gremlins like in their airplane engines to sabotage mm -hmm. pilots and stuff and it was just like yep. this boogeyman story like during the war. And everyone's just like, ah, he's just a drunk. He drinks all the time, blah, blah, blah. And then it just turns into, like, the scariest thing ever. <laughs> what if all drunks actually know what they're talking about and we just think they're intoxicated? They're all just well, prophets. We just don't ignore, we just don't I, ignore I, them. I all. like to think I, <laughs> I speak uh, prophetically when I'm drunk. <laughs> so, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> I could totally see that being a thing, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's uh, <laughs> it, it is interesting how this guy is just you know has seen as like as this town just like you know piece of garbage, and then he's the one that you know called it, and everyone's just like yeah whatever, whatever. <laughs> but isn't that always the case with the, these kinds of movies? Like, there's always a person who says exact, and then people are like nah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. I think that uh, the what you're saying, how there's always that guy, 
is kind of one of the, my favorite things about Gremlins and 80s movies in general is that they, yeah. they can build themselves up off of just like stereotype characters, archetype characters, and every character, like those characters can maybe be shallow, some people would say, but every character in Gremlins, as soon as they step on screen, you know exactly like who they are in the movie, which I love. Like as soon as you see the dad, you know, like he's this bumbling inventor who is terrible at his job. But yes. Family. You see Billy, you know, he's like bright eyed, nice kid. You know, like everybody is immediately recognizable in their role in the movie. And as somebody whose favorite thing in movies is like the characters and understanding the characters, that's that's one of my favorite things about the movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, for me, like it's, it's I kind of mentioned it earlier. One of the things that I really liked was the the idea of you know there's, there's a little bit misdirection at least as a kid like you know i'd never seen a trailer for the movie i just sat down and watched it with some of my friends in my neighborhood when i was young and it's like oh this is kind of fun and then just seeing it just take this dark turn mm. that for me at least as a kid when i was seeing it for the first time i didn't really know it was coming because you're like is, wow this is weird these these little things is are gremlins the the childhood version of from dusk till dawn Probably. <laughs> you just don't see it coming all of a sudden things get wild yeah exactly and it probably is it probably is that, that's a great parallel you know it's one of those things where like it's uh it's a good example of you know having a surprise turn i mean and honestly at this point the movie's been out you know since 84 I think we can get into spoilers. Yeah, no, I mean, not only that, but it's one of those things like it's it's hard to not know what's going to happen. And honestly, it's kind of hard to for movies to kind of keep things to themselves these days, too. I mean, I've I, I kind of would like to see Hollywood at some point, maybe at least start to take the trend of, you know, if you're going to have a big turn or a big reveal, hold that card to your chest a little bit. Maybe don't quite show us everything or at least show us the big turn or a big surprise. Like, I think one of the. At least one for me was like with uh, Civil War and Spider-Man. Like how crazy would it have been if all of a sudden you, di you did not know uh -huh. Spider-Man was going to uh -huh. be in this movie. And then he just comes uh -huh. down with the web and just tunk and just uh -huh. takes it. And then the only yeah. the only like little drop you get maybe is during the trailers when they're first teasing it. Or like, hey, I know about this kid in Queens or something mm -hmm. like that. Just keep it like real subtle to where mm. if people understand yeah. the material, they'll or, get Or, they'll maybe, get or maybe like it. on the movie poster, like there's web on the corner. You know what I'm saying? Like something very subtle like that. Well, why is there a web in the corner? Yeah, you know? keep it, you know, and it's it's one of those things where I feel like we're not getting that as much anymore. And right, everyone right. feels I like mean, we got to show everything. Everybody's got to come see. And um, I guess, yeah, I mean, two... that, that's, that's kind of what I was saying about the Gremlins trailer, guys. I think you're yeah. just affirming what I'm that's saying. Thank you, Cap. I appreciate sure. that. In an odd way, <laughs> we kind of had that with another movie we were talking about earlier, The Last Jedi, in that The Force Awakens ended in such a way that seemed like it was setting up. Like, the last shot was setting up for a lot of expectations, and then two mm -hmm. years later, they gave us quite the twist on how that scene finishes playing out. Sure, and also as well, too, to The Last Jedi's credit, they did film extra scenes with the intention of misdirection during marketing. Mm -hmm. So, high five mm -hmm. to them. You know, for taking at least having the foresight or foresight to be like, you know what, <clears throat> let's just, you know, maybe mislead a little bit. Because then when yeah. things start to play, it's like, well, wait, 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 wait a second. Yeah. That's not what I saw and things like that. <laughs> so I, I thought that was that I, I appreciated that. But anyways, back to Gremlins. Yes. Um, and uh, one of the things I also liked about this movie and it's, I don't know, just kind of a personal thing that makes me happy is that uh, it takes place on the universal lot. 
And so it's the yeah. same town square as Back oh, to the Future. Yes. Which is awesome. Save the clock yes. tower. Save the clock tower. The clock tower yes. broke not because of the lightning bolt. It was because of the gremlins, guys. Right, exactly. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> it is totally, yeah, totally true. Doc Brown, you don't need uh, 1.20 gigawatts. You just need a bunch of gremlins. They'll get, you, they'll get you back. What if, it, what if they just like decided to make a joint movie? Back to the Future and Gremlins mishmashed. If they would, did a crossover, like, it, that'd be incredible. I would totally like, watch it. I would love to see that. It'd be like Kentucky Fried like, Movie, but with like eighties movies. Of, <laughs> instead of the Libyans, it were the it, it was the Gremlins. <laughs> I oh, built yeah. this bomb for the gremlins with old pinball parts. <laughs> the Libyan. Oh, that'd be so good. I would actually. That that, would honestly, I would like to see that. Robot I, chicken, I, please make I, it happen. Somebody animate that for us, please. Yes, I would totally I to love see to see that. that movie. That'd be so good. Uh, Cat, Cat, on what you're saying oh. about the, the set, the set of the movie, man. Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of the times when they're showing them walking through the town and the subtle parts. Of the town i'm recognizing immediately i'm like oh that's that part of the town i've been there multiple times mm -hmm. the universal set and um man dude i'm just like to totally uh in nostalgia mode and then the whole theater part like oh my god you know that's right there where where the uh the wire was and they went back to the future like like mm -hmm. it's just so cool seeing all that right and them transform it with the snow and everything and the explosions and 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 uh the theater exploding and stuff like that i mean it's just it was really cool seeing that tying it in mm -hmm. that was honestly actually probably the theater explosion mm -hmm. yeah yeah that was the best the yeah best like just getting all together just getting to watch snow white <laughs> i love that they're watching snow white that's like a perfect I love movie that I know, right? yeah and they're just singing along just hi ho <laughs> are there how many how many mogwais are there in the movie like not turned into gremlins like, uh actual yeah there? gizmo are, and then like seven? i think five or six additional so, they, yeah, make, I think they make one more at the lab so that's kind of perfect isn't it he, billy's yeah. snow white and then there's seven dwarves ah really that, right that now, is so but... meta oh my gosh <laughs> that's like next level you know yeah. i wouldn't doubt that that was maybe intentional uh, that's what i'm thinking right because wow mean, i didn't even yeah. think about that that's super smart <laughs> yeah <laughs> those clever bastards <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's um gosh it's such a fun movie and i i think that might be the best kill it's the big like play of the game for uh for the movie play for sure the game <laughs> <laughs> and just the big multi-kill of all the uh of all the evil gremlins and um but overall guys i really liked the hell out of this movie um mm. i think it's it's so fun and it's it breaks up kind of, you know, what would be, you know, your normal Christmas movies, like, you know, like It's a Wonderful Life. You know, that's not a knock against it, but it kind of shakes things up a little bit. You can still have, you know, your holiday moments, but it kind of infuses, you know, other options around this time of year. You know, a little bit of horror, a little <laughs> bit of silly, uh, some physical comedy, and I don't know, like more ways to maybe kind of maybe, at least for me, like, uh, like my sister's a real big horror fan. So this is like a movie that's fun for us to watch together. Is because right, it's right. a way to kind of, you know, bridge those gaps a little bit. And that's what I kind of like right. about the holiday season with movies, too. At least with me. Like, it's, in a way, for some people, it's like music or video games or whatever. Me, For me, movies are like an easy way to cross the aisle or it's easy icebreakers. Right. And so that's one of the things I like about this is it's another avenue to break the ice and uh, maybe, you know, connect with somebody that maybe is really into horror. And I kind of like horror, but it's like, hey, dude, Gremlins is such a big thing in our house. And I'm like, oh, dude, I love Gremlins. And. 
Yeah. And so that's that's kind of what I like about the movie as well is How about how about the uh the, the pacing of the movie? I felt like there was never a dull moment. Yes. Uh, it, it it paces so well. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, there's never like dead air. There's never like yeah. a why are we doing this? There's there's intentionality with everything. There is. Right. That, that was one thing I, I I really thought about when I was watching it early on is um there are slow parts but they feel like they have such great purpose like when Billy mm-hmm. is playing the music with gizmo playing the song along with him (laughs) yes that's such a little not i mean in a in a big modern movie i feel like they would skip a little moment like that but that little moment right there is just like the perfect amount of bonding between builds connection gizmo that like makes us care about them together right exactly Uh, it shows like hey this thing is super cute and it's almost like he's uh it's like he's taking care of a child in a way yeah Mm -hmm. and it's super smart because it knows like what key to hit on the piano for him yeah it knows how to change the channels on the tv and Mm -hmm. my heart I saw that. I I I get little kid chills every time I hear the uh, gremlins whistle music. Oh yeah. But yeah, I totally agree, Megan. Actually, whisper to a bird egg. I I mean, uh, you can whistle to a bird egg, and it'll uh, whistle chirp back. Hmm. If it's far enough. Let me go to my fridge real quick. Yeah, BRB. (laughs) That's cool, though. That's cool. cool. I would would go out of my way to find a parrot to get them to sing like a gremlin. Oh, my gosh. That'd be awesome. That'd be pretty (laughs) amazing. That would be great. That would be the best. Can I mention one last thing before we, if we're wrapping up? We are, yeah. We're kind of winding down, yeah. I just want to say, we didn't even mention how, like, amazing the creature effects are in the movie. Oh, yeah. They're so amazing to look at. Like, Like when he melts at the end, that melting Mm -hmm. scene was, like, super epic, too. I know. It's like... Every every second of it, the way Gizmo moves, the way like the gremlins look, just the close up, like even like the moistness of Gizmo's face, like everything's awesome in it. Yeah, so. great use of practical effects, great puppet work, and just mm-hmm. it goes to show, you know, practical still goes a long way, and in a way also in stop motion as well. Like you know when they're all storming the street, you know, it's, it's a bunch of stop motion, mm-hmm. and um, but I I do agree, it's one of those things where. In a world and uh, an age in cinema now where we're more likely to get CG characters than we are to get physical characters. And uh, we talked about this on like the first episode of AV Club. You know, part of what makes Jurassic Park, as an example, stand the test of time so well is you have both and they coexist well. Like, you use the CG to sell what's not there just a little mm-hmm. bit more. Like, oh, we can only show this one part, but we'll kind of CG the rest to make it still feel like it's in the world. And. I find that we're getting practical things less and less with the rare things like Star Wars, mm. you know, because there's maybe such source material and there was such kickback with the prequels to guarantee that we'll get that. Um, but I, I totally agree with you, Mega. The The practical effects in this are just fantastic. And I love the puppets. They're so fun. And they it really kind of, it sells that, that they're there. That it's a real thing running around. And you can accept the cuteness and the the savagery at the same time, and it's mm. it's great. Uh, Spartan, sure. any final thoughts? Yeah, definitely, man. I wanted to touch on this before before we concluded. Um, one one of the big aspects of the movie that I really liked a lot was uh, the the cinematography. I I really enjoyed the still shots and the continuous shots that they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, two in particular. One uh, when when the mother comes down from the stairs, she hears all the stuff in the kitchen. 
and it's a continuous shot from the stairs all the way into the kitchen into the murderous scenes it's one continuous shot like they're not bouncing around frames angles and all that stuff right. i can't stand it it's very distracting um it's something like in the new age movies where they do that a lot they're just especially during fight scenes oh my god it's just they're bouncing around so much you're just like who's punching who at this point? right yeah definitely not um, a lot of jump cuts in this the, one the, the continuous shots like uh, the, another part is um when uh when, when the kid's going downstairs uh was he in a school or something or the and there's a pool down there yeah they don't cut they don't cut the shot once i mean he, he the, the gremlin jumps out he, he you know through the wall he moves out of the way you know, he attacks them, they fight a little bit, then he jumps into the pool. They don't break the shot once. Like, it just zooms out, and they start showing the entire room. They start showing the entire pool. I mean, it's just really cool to kind of watch it develop as it happens, mm -hmm. as opposed to just cutting shots and then different angles, da da da, da. I know that's something a little more 80s, 90s uh, type of filming, but I enjoyed it. I liked that about this movie. Mm -hmm. There was lots of shots that way, and I liked it. I agree. So, yeah, I, I'd second that, too. A lot of good good camera movement a lot of motivated movement that uh that fits to kind of help sell the moment too like what you're saying you know with the the slow reveal of like we're in the school and holy crap it's a giant pool yeah we're in deep trouble now <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like that so it's it's i agree it's, it's a good use of uh understanding your space and uh knowing what go. you can do to kind of help sell that oh crap moment and things like that so yeah good eye go. good 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 thoughts good thoughts ruby any closing closing bleh, 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 closing thoughts on gremlins uh, no great movie all right so yeah i totally agree it's a fantastic film and um so guys, thank you so much for tuning in to our fourth episode of AV Club. Uh, if it's your first time checking us out, this is uh, a monthly show that we do um, on my channel. Uh, we'll be picking out our next movie pretty soon. We're going to wait to see what's coming and going on Netflix and Amazon, and we'll name it at the beginning. Um, but before we kind of start closing down and kind of, you know, doing our little bit of housekeeping here, uh, we got to tell you where we can find our wonderful guests on the internet. So Mega, making his inaugural debut on the show. Where can we find you on the internet? Twitch.tv slash MegaMagWitch. That's all that matters. That's all Go that matters. There, you'll find the rest later. It's and, fine. And Twitter, can we find you on there as well? <clears throat> yeah, you just you could also go to twitter.com slash megamagwitch if you really wanted to, I suppose. Do it. He's fantastic. He's awesome. He's worth he's <clears throat> worth a heart click for sure, guys. Spartan, where can we find you on the internet? Uh first I want to say that everyone that's in chat that, that came over from uh my community, thank you guys for being here. I appreciate you guys uh, taking the time and coming over here and supporting uh Cap and us, and uh, thank you guys. Uh, you guys can find me at uh, my Twitch and Twitter handle is both the same Spartan God 56. The S and G are both capital. And uh, thank you guys, appreciate you guys. And Ruby, I hear uh, that you might be starting to stream kind of soon. So if we were to find you on the internet and start maybe getting you a little bit of a, a boosted following, just get your get your uh, feet running. Where can we find uh, you? You would find me at Twitter.com slash ruby dragon and um, and is that with one n or two n's that's with two n's there we go awesome so you guys go links are in chat as well and uh if you guys aren't following me uh my name is captain mcfly you can follow me here at twitch.tv slash captain mcfly you can find me on twitter at uh, twitter.com slash captain mcfly tv 
And uh, this is actually just now getting kicked out to uh, podcast services. So you could find us on uh, anchor.fm slash Hill Valley AV Club. Uh, it should be making its way to iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, all those major outlets as well. So if you missed an episode or you want to catch previous ones, that's a great way to check it out. Uh, you can also find me on YouTube. Uh, the links will be in the description eventually as well. And uh, guys, thank you again for joining us on an episode of AV Club. We will be back next month with uh, another movie to check out and discuss. I hope you guys have a fantastic Christmas and a great new year. And uh, we're going to switch over to playing um, some Destiny and playing uh, some of the Dawning and then uh, jumping into some Fortnite for some late night splodes to end the night. So guys, thank you so much. Spartan, Mega, Ruby, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, dude. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure.